Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh. my favorite song. Hey, we got we to gotta play this for our boy DJ Ghost, who is the, the guest today on the Art Podcast. What up, What's what up, up y'all? It is the Art Podcast. Mike, low budget, low busy. I am uh, Joe, Dirty South Joe. Uncle Masaraway. Joe. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Big knows. Uncle Joe in the building. <laughs> Over here in the corner, we have the man, the legend. Jaber on, on the keys. Jaber only here. needs one name. He don't need two names. Nah, he's like Prince. <laughs> he's like Prince or Cher or Madonna. Madonna. Um, he's going to change or, his name to a symbol soon, right? Yeah. A little bit. That's it. He's a little symbol bit like Zendaya. Yeah. He's a Zendaya. He's going to make up his own color, yeah. and that's going to be the name. Not trying to drop any boomer references here. We're just trying I, to I didn't get that reference at all. Zendaya, what head. is that? Oh, she's the girl from. Uh, I know that. I know from, it when I'm, you, you watched the show on HBO. Uh huh. You watched it. Uh, the one with the drugs and the kids. Oh yeah. Oh, I watch oh, okay. every show, Drake show that has drugs and kids. What's that show called? <laughs> uh, you like to mix the <laughs> I just know Drake produces it. Right, right, right. Um, what's right. that show called, Mike? Euphoria. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's also. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I think she was a Disney star before that. Oh, okay. But that's uh, where she came up with her one name. Right. But that's a uh, unique enough name. That you Zendaya? Yeah. 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 So is Japan. Mike, I can't get away Wait, with it. Michael what's Jackson's the name? Zendaya? Yeah. Wasn't that like the... Middle Eastern kid on American Idol season one or something, right? Idol could be. Zendaya. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe they were pen pals and he inspired her. Maybe it's the same person. Whoa, I never heard this part. (laughs) This is like that. The bridge? This is the break. This (laughs) is where they start break dancing. Uh Yo, drop that break. Someone should just rhyme over that. Yeah. It would be hot. Can the meek yeah. verse? Alan Iverson should uh, put redo. The, put the baby on it right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's jumping huh? on everybody's. Huh? Huh? I'm rapping this because of huh? Megan the Sixer. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Ghost is in the building. What's yeah. up, Joe? Yo. Thank you for having me. Insert yeah, clapping here. Yeah. <laughs> fresh, fresh off a hard-fought win last night. Yeah. Every win's a good win. Every win is a good win, even against a team like Cleveland. Hey, Who are every win is a good win. Young and scrappy. They are young and scrappy. What's good, man? I'm good, man. I I, I want to come to a Drake night so bad, but I'm so busy. I yeah, we love... never get to go to anything, right? We're always working. Man. That's like DJ life. Sucks. All... Yeah. Everybody thinks we have so much fun, and all oh, we're man. thinking about, where our hands are up, we're dancing, we're screaming, and all we can think about is, can't wait to get the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, really, uh, I don't really try to go to the club too much when I'm not working, no. personally. Yeah. I no, keep telling I myself, I tell myself sure. over and over again, like, yo, what, I'm going to go hang out with Mike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I never, I never do. Nah, I'm, I, I'm, there's a Bun B's going to be... Coming to town. Oh, right. I saw that. It's like it's a, on a Tuesday green room thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think right now, in this moment, I want to go. Mike is going to do it. But when that movie. Tuesday comes, we'll You're going to go outside the house when you're not it, working? I think in this weather? It's looking like it. I'm penciling it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think is, the weather makes it tough now. That, yeah. That's the thing. This is, this is the uh, officially the once you get home, don't go outside weather. We're right. just, uh, you know, it's partly that. And, of course, I think we talked about this once before, but it's also the fact that, like, everybody's got everything they need at home. Yeah. Oh, the comfort yeah. is, is, you know, these is days, amazing. These the comfort days, level of everywhere is great. 
Right. Literally, no reason to leave. Literally, the house. before I before I came here, I was on the phone with my girlfriend, and and she was like, you know what? Uh, I just ordering groceries to my house from Acme because mm. I don't have to. I don't feel like going out in the sweather. Right. right. The, uh, you I go, did you that could, a while ago. <laughs> I was like, Amazon Prime has uh, Whole Foods. You can get it within like two hours. Comes to your crib. Why would you leave the house? Yeah. yeah. No Especially with all these crazy people outside. No, I have to leave the house as like uh, the same way you're like, yo, I got to get to the gym. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like something you have to do for your own health. Yeah. You know, you're like, I need to schedule this outdoor time like a dog. Like you got to walk. You got to get some sun. Yeah, you yeah. got to get the vitamin D. You got to breathe some fresh air. Otherwise, left to my own devices, I'll be holed up in a fucking room. Till I'm just going to buy you bro. some plant lamps. Is that what <laughs> I got one, dude. I got one. For you. It's just I, for your own I, skin. I so got the happy. Yeah. So I can get a little color. Not for your plants. Yeah, <laughs> for I, I, me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, so this one you take out of the basement, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm like the fucking moth meme. <laughs> you, you. Oh man, R.I.P. the moth meme. That did, that was I, that, would came, that would that one was yeah. really popping for a second, and then are nobody. You, are you a me? Are you into memes, Ghost? Uh, I'm not really. Okay. I mean, I what I. I'm not really like a voyeur on social media. I okay, just you like just po- go on there to post promote, to post, yeah. and then like if, it's like a boredom thing. If I'm waiting around yeah. and I'm like nothing to do, so it's and, mostly and a, there's nobody to talk to or no. Right, right, I right. like to crack jokes a lot, like mm-hmm. yeah. in real life. Right, so right, right. If somebody's there, I would love to break their balls. Right, and if they're not there, then I'll go to the memes and laugh. Okay, yeah. Joe. His so his his well look, that's why I mentioned it we his, we, yeah. uh, we deal in memery his feet heavy is, around his feet these is heavy on the meme <laughs> meme meme king yeah my Mike and I send things back and forth that sometimes never see the light of day because we're just like, <laughs> we, we call it memes. we call it workshopping right <laughs> <laughs> that's something You're like yeah I just made this shit and then we'll <laughs> laugh but like no one else will get yo it. the one you uh, Mike made a really good one about uh when she when, she, te- when she texts w- w- WID instead of Wagwan he's <laughs> 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 like yo I'm out fuck this shit delete my number <laughs> delete my number yeah that was it. How's she not gonna say Wagwan? <laughs> Wagwan, rude boy. <laughs> oh man. So what's up, man? So uh, let's take it back to the beginning. We know we know about the ghost. Now, well, we we're gonna know more. But what? How did everything get started for you? The ghost I, of it, basketball. Am, yeah, pre- the mythology well, of before, ghosts. Before that, is it true that your family owned a club? Uh. That, we are, we are, we, we are in like a game? bar. Yes, we are. We are in a bar business. Okay, so I, I'm kind of like born in a yeah, bar. Yeah, born into this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. born in a bar. Not, not like <laughs> sucking on a not chili literally. You know, born in a bar. My mom, what the doctor wasn't there, like you know, on the top of the bar pulling me right. out of my mom and nothing like that. Right, but, right, right. But probably the next day I was over there. Yeah, yeah, Show, yeah, 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 yeah. My family was in this off. business for a long time. Okay. So, and that's uh, that's that's what well, uh, introduced what ha- you to the the DJ game. Well, kind of what happened was, um, as a young young kid, a youth, as a youth, yeah, as mm-hmm. a youth, as a little whippersnapper, um, I would you know uh, clean the floors and stuff like that. Okay, just for some money. Yeah, and um, so I used to hang out there like a little bar fly, and uh, that's really where I learned how to break my break people's balls right, in right, the bar, right, right. you know. And uh, so the guy that used to DJ there, uh, and if you guys remember, like the resident DJ wasn't like a once a month thing. It was like you were there every single night, right? right, right and right. we had records. So this guy named Victor was he was the DJ. I think it was probably like fourteen, fifteen, 
and this guy Victor was like in his forties. So the sure. age gap, I couldn't relate to him at all. You know, yeah, right. And he used That's to leave. Yeah. I feel like he, DJs were older. Well, yeah, I guess we're older to a lot of kids. Yeah. Too, you yeah. don't feel like you're old now, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're old. Right. But this is just such a this is just such a Philly. This yeah. is such a Philly story because this I swear this is the only city I know of where DJing is just like a generational thing. Yeah. Passed down. That, you know, a lot of these bars have had people DJing there for the last yeah. 30, 40 years. My right, mom's right. mom's dad was the DJ. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So Victor. So so Victor, back to Victor. What was, do you know his DJ name or was it like yeah, DJ, DJ Victor? DJ Victor. Sick That's, name, bro. Why else would it, who else what would else? it be? But there was probably only one DJ Victor right, back then. Right. You know? That was unique now, enough. Yeah. You can make something up, and now there's ten of the same. And I things. guarantee you that DJ Victor is still a better DJ than, like, say, Funk Flex or somebody. <laughs> yeah, but this is <laughs> the problem. This is right. this is his. So what's up with Victor? So Victor would leave all his records there because okay. he, who the hell wants to lug eight cases? Yeah, eight if you're going to be at the same place, right. correct, yeah. correct. And um, so back then, the DJ started at nine instead of ten, right? Okay. And this was like a neighborhood bar, so we were open from eleven a.m. on. And happy hour fed into like the early evening, fed into like the the dancing and all that other shit. So it wasn't like the doors opened at nine and there was nobody there yet. When he was supposed to start um, DJing, they they switched the jukebox off and turned into the DJ. But there was already people there waiting for the DJ to to, to start playing music. And again, antsy these people, right. you know, they're antsy. And uh, so you put what the, was mo- the song. So, so Josh put so, the mop so, down. So 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 my Said. dad he would be like. Go put some fucking music on. I'm like, I don't fuck do I? I'm over here mopping piss <laughs> yeah. off the floor in the bathroom. Like, for, you know what I mean? I'm 14 years old. Go put some fucking music on. So I get up on there and climb up in the DJ booth and boom. Wow. That's you're... the sound system when you don't know what you're doing, right? Right, right, right. Boom. Right. <laughs> Sorry. What? Now I, I, I get yelled at. I get yelled at to put music on because people are waiting. Then I get yelled at because I'm about to blow the fucking sound <laughs> system up. So kind of fast forward. He got fired because this was going on every Friday and Saturday night. And he brought in this other guy named Mike Woodsell. Mike Woodsell was probably like about 23, 24. Okay. So the, the age gap, he was like that cool age. Right. 14-year-old. Like right, right, and I right. see like a younger guy. Um, and he saw that I kind of had like a little interest of what I didn't know what the... I didn't know what anything did up there, you know? Uh-huh. It's like... What we use now, like I have some events, I bring like a controller, your computer. I have this instant replay machine, and I step back and I go, "There's a lot of fucking buttons here." Right. Yeah. So back then there was less buttons, but it was more faders and knobs, sure. so it still looked crazy. Um. <laughs> so Mike was like, you know, he took a liking to me. He said, "Hey, let me show you how to use the equipment. Let me show you how to turn the amps on in proper order. Let me show you the what this pitch controller does on the." On the turntable, let me show you yeah. why this new mark mixer, why I had a rotary knob, right, right? Yeah, and then he showed me all that stuff, and then I spent my Friday, Saturday nights there as a kid, and uh, he was playing music, and then like throughout the night, he would say, "You want to play this song?" And I said, "Okay." So, what song would this like, be? What back then, it was, it was like. Jackal the Bear for real. Oh, oh yeah, that's a that's a, a big yeah. big song here yeah, on yeah. our. And I, I, I always remember, I always remember on the new Mark mixer, like it had the the up and down like transformer, oh like yeah, tonal <laughs> line, yeah, yeah. And it used to used to have a little pop in that, right? Too, the right? little click, yeah. Wicked, 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 what become dumb? Oh, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> right, that was like well, that was like the highlight of my yeah, life. Yeah, because when faders I was like faders were, didn't have the no, curve adjustment. It, it was a it was a knob, bro. Right. It was like turning this. 
Oh, you had a straight up knob yeah, on there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them too. Yeah. But even like ones with a crossfader, they wouldn't come in fully until no, they were yeah, halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, to get a quick click, you needed to the up and yeah, down of yeah, the phono yeah, yeah, line yeah. switch. I had a Gemini that was like that. It popped every oh, time we did. Slight click. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, every, that that was a big record. Um, uh, Rob Bass was a big record. I mean, yeah. it's still a big record, right? Sure. Uh, but that was like the era, man. And and um, So this is like uh, mid-90s? Yeah, mm-hmm. putting so putting on one record at night, it was like I would. So I'm now I would go there happy to clean the floors because I was like I get my one record I'm waiting for. Oh you man! Know? And then one turned into two, turned into playing a little set, and I would go buy my like my money I made like cleaning the floors and stuff. I would go to the record shop buy a record. So then like I'm as like the like Mike has his like his eight crates, and then I put a little table next because the way the booth was set up, it was like. The DJ booth and then the little like uh, shelving behind us, remember right. for our records, and then his his shit took the whole shelving and then some shelves. Right. So I took a little table and put it up there, and I put my crate. And I thought I was cool. I was like, "Oh, Mike has milk crates." So I was like, "What the fuck do I get a milk crate for?" <laughs> that's, right. a, that's a good so, question back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So so like walking to school one day, I saw a milk crate. Stole so it. I, guess yeah. what? I didn't. I never. I didn't go to school. I took the milk crate and I ran back to my mom's house. And then I fucking just. What are you doing home? And I said I got milk crate. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I think the statute of limitations is up on this. I used to just take the uh, mail things from underneath the mailbox. You know them. Well, are you ones? sure about that? That's I, federal I, shit, right I, there. You're right. You yeah. might want to cut this yeah. out. Yeah. What are you? Post production. Post production. Some fucking Mike's Bobby Schmurda moment <laughs> where he implicates He's himself. Six nine and himself <laughs> right oh, now. Right. Okay. So you're anyway. Right, you're right. So yeah. yeah. So uh, throat slashed that so, last so, ten minutes. So what <laughs> happened was, uh, as as time progressed, I would buy my one record and then another, and my, like I built my little crate up, you know, built that library, right? And then um, there was a a wedding that Mike was uh, in, and he said he said, hey, listen, if I if I leave my stuff here, will you be able to DJ the whole night? And I was like, I got this. Oh, oh man! So I did that, and everything worked out pretty good. And or was at least this not, a ten to two, a ten to this two. This was a nine to two. Nine to it was two. Always nine That's to two. Healthy. Yeah, That's healthy. Yeah, so yeah. you started off marathon style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I started off. I started off with people that would boo you if yeah. you didn't play the right song yeah, at the right yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know. And back then, it was always they were always wanted to hear that song at that time of the night. It seemed like you like know, programming the, style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you could That was a big part of DJing back then was form now since we have every song ever on us, we're just like, ah oh, fucking we still have a but formula, but doesn't it seem like now whatever the big record is, they want to hear it right as soon as they walk in the door. Certain it wasn't people, like yeah, it wasn't yeah. like all right, let me warm up and let me it was like Soon as or let's call let's call as soon as Becky nah. walks in, yeah, yeah, Becky yeah. wants to hear Becky's song, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But before Becky wasn't Becky. Becky used to be Britney, and she would give a, she would give a little bit of time. She would let it marinate yeah, before I feel she like asked for the t- request. But I feel like that's where an experienced DJ like knows how to sh- play that yeah. and handle that. Yeah. And, and maybe sometimes you do you just play it, you know. Yeah. And other times you explain like it's not the vibe yet, right. you know. See, this is what I do. I don't explain shit to them anymore. Uh-huh. I, I've, I'm over having a conversation when I'm working. Okay. I just tell them yes, whatever they want to, whatever you come up to to ask me, mm-hmm. its answer is always yes. Gotcha. Okay. With some gun fingers, yeah. some finger guns. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, coming right up. <laughs> coming right up, buddy. 
It's my it's my friend's birthday. Well, happy yes. fucking birthday to her. Yeah, there's no microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna explain to them that there's no microphone Who, in this club. Who's giving all these shout outs? Yeah. That's the number right. one request I get. I think is can you shout? And I'm like, where is this? Play Megan the Stallion. Where are they shouting out people yeah, at yeah. regular? I don't. Can know. you shout me out? Yeah. Like. You're asking for your but you, shot. But you, you, mm-hmm. you are big on the mic a lot of times, right? Certain venues. Depend, depending. Certain yeah, venues. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Certain venues. So when you're at a spot and you're on the mic a lot, are you th- doling out birthday shout outs or are you like, no, I'm not trying to I don't like that. to do the birthday shout outs. Right, because then a line forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah. birthday shout outs. I swear, I, I was in AC once and I was like, yeah, I'll try and be like usually, friendly. Usually right. the birthday shout outs will be um, if it's somebody like I might per- I'm personally friends with, yeah, you yeah. Want to give them a little love, right? Or if it's like a big bottle spend or something like that, you know, right? That the club manager or somebody comes over and says, "Hey, I need you to shout out table sixteen. It's their birthday. They just spent five thousand dollars." You know, right? Okay, right. what about you? Shout yeah. them out. You shout them out. No, I'm not shouting them out. Okay, well, hook it up for that. You just made five grand. Right. 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 So so you're you're holding it down finally by yourself. Where was this at? Was this in the city? This or? was in Ben Salem. Okay. So all right, let's get back to that. So so um I filled in for him for a wedding and I was like about 14, 15 years old. And then, you know, months and months later, same thing happened where he took off and then I did it again and it worked out well. But this whole time I set one from one record to like going back and forth and you know, um, you know, it was being comfortable at like 14 years old, 15 years old, being comfortable, hold it, hold it down to a busy place. Mm-hmm. We were busy, really busy. And um, then uh, after after that, well, I forget how long it was after that, but he said that, you know, listen, I'm going to, I'm leaving to go to, he he started to work for like a record label up in North Jersey. So he put a couple of weeks in and by that time, my one, my one little crate turned to about like three or something like that. Yeah. But every record in there was... A winner for that moment, right? You know? Right. They were all big, all killer, no filler. Yeah, and you're playing no three dunks. and a half minutes of each record, not yeah. a minute right, thirty. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. So right. you know, eighty records might have lasted you five hours. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, people had better attention spans back yeah. then. Yeah, and they made. I mean, they made songs better too. They made songs with like a middle music? part that you wanted to play. Well, yeah, especially like the dance music. Mm-hmm. There were like four and a half minutes, five minutes. Some records were Hex Hector mm-hmm. remix was like eight minutes long. You know, yeah. You could have a full on conversation and forget you were DJing, and the record would still be going. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good difference too, because <laughs> I I wasn't DJing in in clubs in the mid nineties. That's kind of when I first started messing around. But I didn't have like a place to kind of. I was just learning in my room. But I I get the sense back then like people came out to hear music that they didn't hear on the radio necessarily. Correct. Yeah. And, and spe- particularly house music, freestyle shit like well, that, you know. People people now are educated on music differently than they were before. Like whereas the DJ was kind of like the outlet, like the labels sent music to record pools and how did, how music was distri- distributed then is not the way it is now. Now it's now I find that the the customer makes a request to me that I have a song I've never heard of before, and it was never like that. And then what I do is I make a mental note, or I put it. You're talking get, about yeah, nowadays, yeah. Like okay. if I get a request for a song I never heard of, yeah, and then I get a second request later on that night for a song I never heard like, of, oh, I put I'm it in my I notes and say this this, this yeah. one that I got to be up on. Right. I better but go. Especially where we're be- at. Yeah, they, <laughs> before they it was off. never like that. Before yeah. it was never. Before it was like that's there TikTok was, spot. There was only there used to be only like. Call them like uh, your tastemakers in each market, right? Where mm-hmm. the labels would send records to record pools that would send out 
records to to DJs a part of those pools. And if you were if you were one of those lucky or fortunate people to get the le- record from the label, you get, excuse me, you got you get it from the label. If not, you would have to go get it from a record pool. And then the guys from the pool, or not too many girls back then, but the, the DJs from the from the pool would then be in charge of breaking the records. Right. And then right. and then after that, they would hit the stores. And then then maybe then they would get to radio. So kind of we were kind of like like the front line of picking and choosing what was hot. Mm-hmm, and right. then only certain DJs in the market would have the big records. So right. the people that wanted to go out that night, they would say, uh, we're going to go see such and such um, DJ because he has those five or six records that, you know, the other the other DJs don't have. Mm-hmm, now... Right. Everybody has every song, Everyone, so so yeah. that's why it's real gi- more gimmicky now on DJing. It's so yeah, it's so long ago that my mind can't even comprehend <laughs> the fact that like once to have any goddamn weight in this game, you literally had to have these physical objects. Yeah, and they had to be. Yeah, like, you know what? The- that you had to pay five dollars plus for. Yeah, and if you were doing <laughs> hip hop, you had to have two. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just like when you try to explain that. To people now, it just seems inconceivable. It seems like some real grandpa talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's four of us in this room. Can you imagine only one of us has the music that right. people want to hear right. tonight? Mm-hmm. And even though all four of us are working in at clubs that are popular, only one of us has those four or five songs that are the most popular. So on that basis... I'm the popular DJ because people are coming to see me and I'm playing music. Now, there's four of us in this room. All four of us have the same library. Right. Yeah. So who and has, we all know, like, who's got the biggest list? Like who's got yeah. the highest tables? Who's got the funniest gimmick? So, you know, DJing you. is different now. That's what I was saying. Like, people will go out to hear House because you weren't hearing that on the radio as opposed to, like, yo, I'm going out and I'm going to request the song I've been listening to all day. And on I heard Spotify. it in my car. Do you guys right? remember, you guys remember um, Robbie Tronco? Yeah, uh, had like the four biggest house music records out at the walk same for time. Me. Walk for me. He had the, um, <laughs> the Oompa Loompa record. Uh-huh. Walk for me, the Freight Train, and it was like the Billy Joel record. And you could play all of those records for about six minutes each. Yeah. So if you played Robbie Tronco, that's, set a, that's a, a lot of dumps right there. You could take a lot of dumps. <laughs> listen, listen. Each. So you could play Robbie Tronco's set, and that would give you about a half an hour worth of music. Yeah. You know. That's kind of kind of what you do what what you did with 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 Drake Night How it's like but that was like Robbie Tronco you could just play him all night half an hour of music right could, could you imagine doing that with like any artist out like just I mean doing the last music? one that used to be able to do that one like was 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 Pitbull like what how many years ago oh, yeah. <laughs> when you could do like <laughs> let me get, uh, you could play like, that was a very play. easy time to DJ. <laughs> I feel like what you're describing is up easier and harder times to DJ. It's harder I, now. Pitbull's records still work just as good now as they did when he first put them out. <laughs> that's, right. a hot yeah. t- that's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pull back a little <laughs> bit. I don't go super... He- I'll, I can only do like one or two Pitbull. But yeah, you can't lose. Well, that whole era was easy. You know? Like all that like up-tempo EDM pop-ish shit. When Rihanna, Chris Brown were making yeah. like right. super up-tempo stuff. We found love, all that. Like oh, it yeah. was so easy. You just stay yeah. like 125 for like an hour. <laughs> super high energy. You don't got to worry about uh, you know, you're not gonna, I got to squeeze this 65 BPM nah. song in <laughs> the set and get out of it. How am I going to go from 128 <laughs> to 80? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that was an easy time to DJ. If you couldn't rock it, then you you 
you probably shouldn't have been DJing, you know? Now it's tough. Now you got to use a little... Uh, I think it's tougher and easier, though. Well, it's it easier has- on the... Like in terms of technology, technology and, and not creativity having to carry is, records. but creativity is is um is definitely a key now to stand out when you're DJing because um everybody has the same records, right? You know? right. So how do you do it differently? Is really how to do you know, or just like every, even like presenting you, them clean like the right way, yeah, you know? yeah, or playing. A lot of times, I find that like I'm not always starting the record. Where it starts. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I'm starting it at like the third verse and a, like a little part that's the catchy part, and I bring it in with that, and then I'll she go to the hook, love. which goes to the verse right. one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 th- those things that make your set sound a little bit different. You know, like everybody can make the same cake, but the way you put the frosting on it makes it just a little bit nicer. You know, true. And also, you know, just the way the how much of the ingredients you use, you know yeah. what I mean? Little, little cup little of this. Little, uh, <laughs> don't forget the yeast. I can write happy birthday on that. <laughs> if you want it to <laughs> rise. It look as good, you know? So, okay, so you're, you're, <laughs> you're kind of being thrown to the wolves early then, yeah. right? You, yeah. you got like baptism yeah, by fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did it, sp- how did it uh, expand, so, expand? So, so I ended up taking over Fridays and Saturdays there at like 15 years old. And, and were was, you loving it? Or I did it just feel yeah, like you lo- were pushed into no, it? No, I, I loved it. I, I definitely got pushed into it when the first day. Right. I was right. like a mop, imagine a mop in your hand and you got mm-hmm. yelled at to do something else. I was like, go fly this plane, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but now I, I mean, I think it was, I think it was uh, meant to be in that aspect. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, well, shout out Victor for not showing up. Shout out Victor. <laughs> that we wouldn't, we might not have ghosts. I wonder what he is doing right now. What about the other dude, Mike? The- Mike Whistle. I still stay in contact with him. Okay. Um, is he still DJing or is he he settled he, down? He's more. Something? He's producing like a okay. drum and bass. Okay. That was his lane. He was. He had like the big baggy Jenko jeans yeah, that yeah, were ripped yeah, at yeah, the yeah, bottom. Yeah. You know. When they put that like, was kind of like my <laughs> yeah, no, I know I know the I it know was the like world a, very it well. It was like a one sixty BPM back uh-huh. then. Everybody had glow sticks. That's kind of like my sideway entry. It like the underground hip hop scene and that like rave scene. And then I found I I came into working clubs like as the last thing. Yeah, you know, but. And now you're working for 100 years. Hey, man, there's there's a lot worse jobs, right? <laughs> yeah, I tell myself that every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> every day. So um, you're part of Crooklyn Clan, right? Yeah, I um, I, I bought into a percentage of it a few years ago. And my um, we kind of, like, what I brought on it was like some redevelopment of the site. Um, brought it from kind of like the old school. Uh, it was the only player in the game. It right? was. It was the only player. For and quite then, a while. And then all these yeah. other things. The online, as far as like so, the online shit? Or? Yeah, and as far yeah. as just like, you know, Record, just remixes. What it was and originally. Edits so, and stuff like that. Brooklyn originally was um, custom uh, DJ um, editing to make the song better yeah. or playable, yeah, yeah. you know. And we didn't have a record pool. Mm-hmm. So we added a record pool. We added a subscription base. So... It's not a la carte anymore. It's not you know a dollar ninety nine for this track. It yeah, can, you just pay a fee and you can download whatever you want. Right. Per month. So yeah. so we brought a a lot of things into it which we weren't there before. Um, the site is I don't know if you guys been on it lately. It's fire. We have we have a. Uh, I mean I'm not just saying it, but yeah. I use it for my personal. Yeah, you sets. actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a customer. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not only the hair club president, I'm also <laughs> a client. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a customer, and uh, we definitely have the best stuff. Uh, you know, but you, as a DJ, like, did you only shop at Armand's? Did you only right, shop right, at Funko right. Mart? Did yeah, you only yeah. shop at Pat's Music? Yeah, yeah. Right, No, right. You, even if you only bought your records at one shop, you still want to go see what the other places have. Right. And you might have bought 80% from one place, but you still had to go to other stores to get it, you know? And, and that's always the way it's going to be. Um, but we are, um, you know, I, I challenge anybody, any DJs to go on there and find a better site. I mean, you guys both playing, I'll at, have to uh, check it out. Yeah. yeah. You guys both playing at Voyeur, which is, you know, big, you know, kind of has a big room kind of like a feel to it's it. Like, yeah, it's like a true dance club. Right. Yeah. So you guys probably a big part of what you play is, is, is remixes of pop and hip hop stuff. Yeah. Right. So like a lot of that stuff really begins and ends with like say Crooklyn Clan like a record board. Right. Yeah. So Yo, like, you need that shit because really right because what we were just talking about, like that Pipple era, yeah. like you didn't need remixes of that shit. But if you're doing high energy big room stuff now, you need remixes of yeah. everything. Acapella there's very ends. little naturally just the weapons. Hype. Yeah. Just, you very... just need DJ weapons, you know, like acapella ins, transition ups, things like that that you can't really get anywhere else, or you can, but they're so basic, you know. They're right. so they're so uh, store bought, basic. Like, oh, it's this this song, yeah. Like at I could slower done that tempo, myself. yeah. You know, it's this song at a slower tempo, and then and then it goes gradually up. No, like we have the heat, man. You know, like we have everything. I'm sold, man. You're sold. doing a good job right here. Okay, perfect. I think the listeners will agree. <laughs> Gonna see it. You're gonna see it. As soon as this, as soon as this <laughs> hard podcast Crooklyn drops, you're gonna see a crazy <laughs> spike in uh, Crooklyn Clan subscriptions. Crooklynclan.net. Crooklynclan.net. That's what's up, man. So what else? So you uh, you've been the Sixers DJ now for this how long? This is my seventh season. We're going into. I was gonna say, when did awesome. they start having? I was a DJ? there when we had ten wins. You've been a seven. part part of the process, like yes. the actual, the literal process. You, it you was saw a, it It was through. a process for me as well. Like, <sighs> when I started, it was filling in for somebody they had. So on the concourse... Did they walk, have a DJ before There you? was a DJ okay. there, but it wasn't like a um, a branded thing. Right. It was just somebody yeah. that they hired. Right. Like, kind of like a, a face painter or a balloon maker right. to hire in right. the concourse. Right. Just, just so it wasn't dead air. So when you would come in the, uh, the concourse on the Broad Street side, there was a guy set up and he was DJing. And um, he... He was unable to to do this the one game, so they had uh, a friend of mine, my business partner, my DJ company, Ernesto. They had him fill in, and he did it. And so the couple times that this uh, this Jeff uh, couldn't do it, and it was just like it was just like uh, some fill in extra bonus work for a DJ at the time. Mm. He couldn't do it. He had like a, a wedding or a bar mitzvah that he was DJing, made a lot more money. He was like, I'm not doing this shit. Mm. So Ernie would fill in for him, and then there was a time where Ernie couldn't do it, and he said he wanted to do this. So during this time, I knew a couple of other DJs that were already involved in like uh, professional sports franchises, mm -hmm. and so I saw like a bigger picture. Sure, but I didn't know when when Ernie was saying, "Can you fill in?" I didn't know exactly what it was. I kind of thought it was way bigger than what it right, was. I kind of right. thought it was what in my head was. I was envisioning what it is now. Yeah, and then I got there and I was like, "Oh, ba dum ba dum ba dum." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I set up on a folding table in the concourse, and I brought turntables. So the guy that was there before, I was like on a little controller, just playing music, real basic, um, nothing, nothing bad about mm -hmm. it. But it was, he was just playing music. He was doing what he was paid to do, play music, right. so it wasn't right. dead air. So I came in with the turntables and the mixer, and um, I judged it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw people walking by, you know, immediately. 
they saw the turntables, which people haven't seen. They don't see them out often. Right. Yeah. So they stop and look. It was like nostalgia. Like right. dad was like, hey, I remember using that. Uh, hey, come over here, Sonny. Let me show you yeah. stuff. And it would stop. And it, it created like this um, like this rubbernecking, gaper delay-esque type of like uh, traffic jam. Right. So once one person stopped, other people had to slow down. Imagine 95. That's what it was. 95 yeah, yeah, rush hour yeah. with people. So now I have this group of people. You know, staring at me, and I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck, right?" right. Yeah. I feel like a, uh, I feel like I'm like I'm on display. Which yeah. It, I got to do something like, instead of just playing a song. Yeah. I got to do something, so I went into like some battle routines, like mm. scratching behind my back, under my leg, and all this other stuff. And uh, uh, this guy Leroy, that was he's not he's no longer there, but he ran over to me, and he's like, "You got to turn the music, got to turn the music off." Got to, the game started, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I, I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when I was told to turn the music. You off. still I got a crowd play. in the hall. Yeah, in the I, didn't, I had no idea. I had no. I had no idea. So I had no idea. So I go to sit in the seat. They told me I could sit in. Mind you, this is seven years ago. So there's a good chance that there was more people watching you. Than there <laughs> <laughs> so I go sit in my seat, and uh, Christian Crosby, my friend, he's one of the guys that shout helped, out to Christian Crosby. Yeah, he's one of the guys that helped help me get where I am over there. He came over to me and he, and, and I was he, he walked over to me with this look on his face. He said, "What the fuck were you doing upstairs?" And I thought I'm in trouble immediately. I'm like, "Yo, man, I'm sorry. I did not know I was supposed to cut the music at a certain time. Right. I did not know, and nobody told this me." This is the first time you're in there. Yeah, or? I did not know. I did not know. And he goes, "No, all my coworkers are sending me videos of you doing some DJing shit, and they're saying we don't want nobody else back nice. besides this guy." And I was like, "Oh." Phew. God damn! I thought you were gonna say you'd never want me back again. <laughs> wow! So that's kind of how it started, and uh, so that that season, um, I kind of like shared dates with Jeff, the guy that was there, because he was uh, he wanted to finish out that season. He, had, he was paying for a wedding, right. and a great dude, man. And uh, we kind of like shared shared some dates, and uh, then in that off season, the Sixers were. Um, trying to get a remix of an anthem, they wanted like an updated version. Called Ernesto, the guy who my partner who brought me in to fill in for him, and he said, "Can you do this?" I said, "Yeah, man, man." And they were asking this for is a, what a remix my of the company Sixers. that I'm a part of does for 20 years makes the best remixes of records. Right, right. right we right. got this. Right. So I call up Sis. I call up Sis hands, and I said, "Yo, he was living in a." Uh, what the fuck was it? Flower Town esque area over here at the time. I said, "Yo, this is what we got." He said, "Come on, drive up." So I drove up to the crib. Me and sis spent maybe like eight nine hours on making the remix, and emailed it to them. They need it. He's like, "What do you need to buy?" He said, "8 a.m." I was like, "God damn, bro! You think you need like you know? There's got to be at least a like a creative process to think about right. things." And they gave all these. So we spent. A, like eight nine hours in the scissors basement, and we knocked it out. Emailed it to them. Went to, went home, went to sleep. I woke up with a text message from Ernie saying they said it was everything they wanted. They awesome. loved it, and for seven years been playing it at halftime. So as we go in, if we're winning or it's close to winning, going into halftime, um, that's played for the past seven years it was pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, What's and then then the process the process kind of started where. Little by little, we started to get more and more involved and more involved. And now, you know, now at what point did you move out to like courtside, like we are now? Four years ago ish, maybe some five. And Christian, four. Christian Cosby's been there the whole time. He's been, Christian's right. been there for a long time. He was on the dunk squad. He was a dunk. Oh, he was. 
Yeah, he was a dunker. Mm. And he was like the captain of the dunk squad. And then I think it was called the flight squad or something back then. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's been there a long time. Everybody that I know has been there has been there a long time. Great company to work for. Uh, my director, Derek Hayes, has been there like 20 years. Uh, every Man, everybody's great over there. Great yeah, to me. Well, they're, they're great to me anyway. I don't right. like it. Uh, yeah, so, the, so if you're doing like little routines here, then that means somewhere between the 14-year-old uh, <laughs> pop-off and the Sixers, you got into technical side of DJing, yeah. scratching. So you, you were kind of primarily hip-hop and stuff like that? No, I played or? everything. Yeah. I played everything. I started with, I started, like I said, with Ed, yeah, like I guess bar, you did say that. played right. dance music, mm-hmm. disc, disco, house music, percolator, jackal to bear. Every, I mean, he played, played everything. So um, was that like a self-taught thing as far as like the turntablism yeah, aspect yeah. of yeah, it? Or you did know, you have um, a mentor there? So or? when it comes to like DJing technically wise, I, I always give credit to three people. Uh, Mike Witzel, because he showed me the, like the functionality of the equipment sure. and what to do and kind of like. Got my feet wet in the business. Um, Don Mystic Mac, really, uh, really. He, I used to, so uh, his stepson, Kyle, I went to school with. And he was like, hey, my stepfather, Don Mystic Mac. I was like, really? Yeah, I know that <laughs> so, name from the radio. Don't know much about yeah, the Yeah, so Don Mac, uh, so I went over to Kyle's house after school one day. And he introduced me to his step-pop, Don. And Don was like, all right, listen here, buddy. <laughs> came into his basement. He's like, I want you to mix this song, this acapella over this record. Okay. To see if you know what you're doing. Uh, just right? to see if you have the yeah, ear. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to test me. That's how I'm like. He tried to test me. Yeah. He tried to test me. So I did it, and then immediately Don and I, you know, hit it off. And I was I was like in high school. I was like a young kid. Yeah. And, so but, for people but, listening, like, wh- wh- who was Don Mystic Don Mac? Don Mystic Mac was the biggest radio station DJ on Power 99 but he also had right. but he also had he did like number, the old head shit he too, had right? the number one syndicated mix show on Super Radio okay Saturday Night Flavor Mix with Don Mystic Mac right number one mix show on, on a syndicated and this mix is show. where you would hear them them joints that you may only hear in clubs he put Doc B like on he put a yeah. lot of people yeah. on right. man. and uh, Don really fine tuned my my mixing Okay. He told me, don't, like, I would touch the record. You know how you... Right. He slapped the shit out of me. Don't ever touch the record. Really? Touch the pitch. You're supposed to bounce the pitch. Oh, don't for... for, for okay. Yeah, so... And then... and then Never listen to that rule. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now with Serato. Right. You don't even... Forget about... You don't even listen to the record. Now right. stare at the screen. Right. If it's not there, it's not there, right? Right. So, and then uh, another local guy, Ricky Lee, uh, told oh, me how okay. to scratch, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, the godfather of my scratching. Okay. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Yeah, man. yeah, and uh, like we never had YouTube tutorials. Sure. And if your your DJ homie didn't know how to scratch, mm-hmm. chances are you didn't know how to scratch. Right. right. And if you learned one, and then they learned one, you would you would trade secrets. But if he wasn't your DJ homie, you won't go and trade that secret. Mm-hmm. And I never like all my DJ friends. None of them really knew how to scratch. Okay. And uh, I met Ricky at Pat's Music, and uh, we hit it off. And then he was like, "Yeah, come down to my crib," and uh, he showed me how to like. Then he broke it down, like why the fader is more important than moving the record. Right, and, and, like right, the, the, right, he broke right. that shit down. But after he broke it down, it still t- took long time. Yeah, I mean, I remember these little. Did you even know you had muscles here? <laughs> you start doing this shit, man. <laughs> That's why, I, like, like, I scratch like, and people are like, "Oh, are you a lefty?" I'm like, "No, I'm a righty. Like, yeah. I need my right hand to to do yeah. the crossfader." Yeah. yeah, but I didn't realize, and these little muscles hurt like hell, yeah. man. Yeah, all this shit? Mm. God damn. But shout out Ricky Lee. He is definitely the sensei for that, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Those three guys I give a lot of I pay a lot of homage to for yeah. for um the DJing shit that I have 
has, you, has gone. When XL was on, we were talking about how radio, how radio in Philly is, was so good. Yeah. And we all learned yeah. so much from those dudes. Like, yeah. all the all the radio DJs in Philly. Like you're Grand, like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. like, I, I was big Jason. Ran, like, Ran Red. and Cosmic Kev. Like, that's how I learned yeah. the scratch, like, trying to copy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you, you would hear it, and yeah. then you would try to emulate it. Yeah. But you didn't know what you exactly were doing. Exactly what right. was now, going on. Now... Mm -hmm. You just want to learn how to do like a two-click flare. You go on YouTube and oh, you can God. learn how oh, to do yeah, that in 15 yeah. minutes. Beat Junkies yeah. Instagram is like yeah. lessons every day. Yeah. So every DJ now is dope. <laughs> if they want to be. If they right. want to be, you they, know? Yeah. A lot of them don't even care about It's like there's an action them. karate on every corner. You can just go take lessons. Well, what do you think about scratching in the club? I, I There's a time and place for everything, man. Mm -hmm. A time and a place for everything. Time and a place for being on a mic, even though I feel that my time is more than it should be sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes you get a little scratch happy. Uh -huh. Sometimes I feel like DJs are scratching when they don't know what else to do. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? you know what I mean? I Just definitely do it out of habit. Like, the record's queued up. I know what I'm playing next, and I got about 30 seconds. It's like you're doing a sound check. Got some time check. And that's how I bring yeah. it in, right? Yeah. yeah, scratching sometimes. It's almost like a nervous tick. It's like a sound you know? check yeah. sometimes, yeah. Right. you know? But I feel like some DJs are scratching too much. Because uh, they don't know what else to do, you know. But um, what about like for for the crowd though? They don't give a fuck, right? It's you do it for yourself and people depends who know. Depends like on the room. The, yeah, like yeah. the five people feel, who might I, know. I feel like I feel like the people that know really appreciate it. Yeah. But if you do it too much, the people that don't know get pissed off. So you yeah, gotta yeah. really feel like that. That's a good way know? to put it. Yeah. And and I feel like the people who book you, they don't. They they like. That you can do it, yeah. So it lets them know you kind of flex yeah. a little bit. You, you you know what I mean. Every once in a while, you flex a little bit, mm -hmm. just so like the manager or the or the uh, promoter yeah. who books you, it's almost right. just like yeah, yeah, just like calling you. out a degree, yeah. like on a, on a yeah. job interview, be like, yo, I, <laughs> yeah. I do have these yeah. qualifications yeah, yeah. if you need them. Yeah. So what what uh what what were some first downtown spots you spun out? Uh, I used to DJ at this place called Live Bait. I don't know if you guys remember Live Bait. Nah. Uh, glam. You remember Glam? Of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. before Glam, it was called Live Bait. Okay. Wonder why they changed the name. Uh, different owners. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old fishing hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to play over there. I was the resident DJ. Old City used to be popping, man. man. Yeah. We popped that shit off, man. Uh -huh. We had a line down the corner. Yeah. Uh, Frank Cipriati Sr., Frank Cipriati Jr. The other manager's name was Frank. It was me, Jason Weldon. Um, we had that shit popping, man, and I was like, "This was early 2000s? I, I would think it? I was like seventeen years old. I was a senior in high school. Okay, so late, I was down. There, I was there Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Wow! And I just remember this is the funny shit. I remember being like a senior in high school, and I would be there on a Thursday night DJing, and then I would see like girls that were like juniors in high school there. <laughs> It's See, I can say ID. this now. The place yeah, is closed. Yeah. Every, yeah, and everyone's <laughs> right. But I was like, well, don't I know you? That's crazy. Yeah, and then, and then I had to wake up and go to uh, school the next day and do it all over again. And That's I'm looking, wild. Yeah. 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 So like I also played at Evolution on Tuesday nights. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dolphin. Yeah. Jack Boogie? $2, that... $2 Tuesdays with Dolphin. Mm -hmm. um, and I played everywhere, bro. Speaking of playing everywhere. Old. I was the resident DJ at Deco for years. It did... Um, I was there <clears throat> uh, Mondays. We did Cheetah Mondays at Rampage. Then Tuesday was the only night that I wasn't there, and that was Lee Jones and John Gill's night. Uh -huh. And then it was Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sunday, and it became too much. I left my records there like we were talking about earlier. It became too much for me. 
So I gave up a night to uh, my then friend, Scott Payne, and uh, he, he started DJing. That's what you did back then, right? That's what you did. You yeah, that's how you got yeah. on. It's how you got People on. People couldn't make their gigs, I, yeah, so they yeah. trusted you with yeah. it. And then you did a good job, and then you were next. It was like a rotation. Yeah. Like, and it was back in the day when, like, you, you know, letting somebody fill in for you was basically vouching for them, yeah. you know, between yeah. you and the, the club, more yeah. or less. Yeah. And it was a big deal, man. Like, yeah. I remember I would have close friends that I wouldn't. Let cover for me because I didn't have as much faith as what do you them mean as you, like what do you mean used to we still we still have them yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely yeah. still do that <laughs> what's that you you don't trust certain people uh, there's certain people for certain yeah. types of certain, spaces certain better that better job right you're yeah. just like you're the homie but uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm not know if I can you do this wedding here. for me okay and I yeah. and I but I would let someone like I let uh. Greg Nice. Remember Greg Nice? Yeah. Do you know Greg Nice? Yeah, Greg. Yes. Uh, he he, used to he do would cover uh... for me at the five spot. <clears throat> I remember that. Me and Greg Nice never had a like a particularly close relationship. We were right. just like professional yeah. colleagues, but I was like, I know you can hold this down. Yeah, he can hold it down. Right. right. Yeah. So I'm I'm you know, I've always been like best man for the job. I've never been into that like crony yeah, shit. Yeah, it's kind of you know? crazy because the you know, we're talking about how much easier it is to be a DJ and everything these days just because it's just like all you need is a laptop or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's still laptops like a, are expensive. True. But there's still like this huge divide between like the kids that like are doing their own parties at say Silk City well, and being able to rock four or five hours in a, in a well that's in what a, I was gonna say like, club like right. there's still like they don't have both sides of that a lot like ninety percent of them can only do like that right. one thing well that's man. what I was gonna say like Ghost was obviously DJing the same time I was but we never really ran yeah. into each other because yeah. I was more into the throwing the own parties thing right? yeah but. But you also, I would still do five spot. You also, you right. also, um, you really there was no social media, so you really, yeah. you really yeah. didn't know what was, was going on clicks. unless it yeah. was in your world. You mm-hmm. know, right. there's right. still Word different world. There's yeah. still different worlds, right? I'm yeah. in a different world, uh, and then then Joe, you're in a different world than me. You're in a different world. We're in our own world. We're kind of right. in the same yeah. world yeah, we, nowadays. You know what? <laughs> we both have our feet in in, in the same world right. somewhat, but I have a whole other world too. Like sure. So, but like. The Silk City people, I, I like. I remember working. I'm working in like when bottle service bottle service just started. I'm working in those rooms. I was like, I, I didn't know anybody in that other world. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I went to the five spot, but I did like I had to wait to get in. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that wasn't my world. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know, like stuff like that. You don't you didn't know those people, and there was no associate. It wasn't like hey, people are tagging you. Hey, use this hashtag and see what's going on. You didn't know unless your right. people, you know, and you're most likely the people who are coming to see you weren't going to those events either. Right. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, you're talking about DJing all over, but uh, obviously being associated with the Sixers and stuff as you DJing all over too. Like you were in China last year. I was right? in China. We did China. We did uh, London. Uh, but the first, the first big day was Kansas City. <laughs> that was the first time that you went with the Sixers yeah, out of town. Yeah. So if, the, a, if so, we are. Did they ever set you up to battle the uh, the other teams, DJ? So here's something that would be cool because I know let me, you'd wipe the floor me, with them. Let me answer the first part first. Uh, our entertainment, um, we're the entertainment for the Sixers. So if we're listed as the home team, then we run the entertainment show for them. And we we did Kansas City because Joel. Went to Kansas, okay. So they had a, a preseason game there, and we were listed as the home team. So our, our, uh, um, so you were entertainment, entertainment. So we ran the entertainment. Derek Hayes and and his whole team. That's my director. And was this year one that you were? No, like, this isn't year one. This is uh, the Joel his, the first year he played. So, like so this is like he, years ago, something like that. And then 
Uh, then we went to London, and we were listed as the home team. So I traveled with every with them to London, and and we were out there for ten days or something. And then we just went to China, and we did um we did Shanghai, and we did uh, Shenzhen, and and I didn't I never heard of the city in my life. Mm. That's apparently like the largest city in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, like yeah. it's like four times right. the size of like New York City, and it's I'm only been to, we're not it's only to... been around for like twenty five years. Right. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Did you DJ in clubs then? Yeah, so we, as DJs, it's a very, very small world, right? Sure. sure. So immediately when when um, they booked the Kansas City thing, I called my man High Noon out there. I don't know if you guys know High Noon. Uh, not familiar. He's like one of the guys out there. There's Ashton Martin, there's High Noon. There's a couple guys out there. So I called them, and they placed me in the nightclub. So I did the game, and then we do the nightclub afterwards. And the whole team came with you to the club, or they what? did not, because they they left afterward. They mm. left. They 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 leave usually after the game is over. Right. Uh. So we stayed that night. So we all went out, had a good time. We had a good time. Nice. And then in London, uh, I booked uh, it's the guy's name. Um, but we did the game there, and I booked another club gig in London. And every everybody came out that night because it, we were still there for a few days. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it was. Uh, I just got a text and was like, "Yeah, we're coming through." And then fifteen minutes later, they all rolled up and everybody was like, "Oh shit!" They all come to the booth and said, "What's up?" It's, it's pretty cool, man. It's it's nice. Everybody's great people, man. They're yeah, great people. we. Uh, I I remember joining you to do a gig at Noda. We were opening for Travis Scott. Yeah, yeah that was. And then uh, Joel. Joel come up. Just to have Joel come into the booth and uh, play, it's pretty cool, play, right? Uh, play um, uh, Twenty One Savage. Uh, wasn't he Wicked? Wicked. He was in the back wicked. It was Wicked back then. Wicked was all about future. He wants Lyrics nonstop, right? Well, he well, wanted. He wanted. Uh, what was it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, bank account. M's in my bank. Yeah, oh, okay. bank account. That was the one. Yeah. And uh, it was just. I don't know. It was just funny. It's cool, man. I like, was like, man, is that like every week wherever the ghost goes? <laughs> like the Sixers are it was, showing up. It was like that for a while when these guys were young. Now these guys are really about the business. You know, it's funny because like they, you, they you were, say that we, we were out and about for, for a while. We had right. a nice run, but, but so then you, we went to China and. Uh, uh, did you play for any crowds there? Yeah, we, I booked a, a couple gigs out there and one, and I also did an event for Beats by Dre, and that was fun. Um, it was also a Ben Simmons event. Okay. So he was there. AI was there. Was the crowd uh, mostly American or Chinese? Um, so I did three three clubs in China. I did um, one was called ASL. One is called I one I couldn't even remember the name. I couldn't pronounce. Yeah, the name, I never maybe. remember club <laughs> names. Uh, one the one the Beats by Dre one was is all American hip hop. Yeah, yeah. All American hip hop, and the other one was also all American hip hop. The other one is known for being like the only spot there that plays American hip hop. Okay. So that was their that was their twist. Uh, and then when we went to Shenzhen, uh, it was like this massive, um, like you walk into like almost like imagine walking into the Comcast building. Uh huh. Uh, and then you go up an elevator, and it's but it's like shitty and dirty, dingy looking, you know, like that look on the outside. But then when you get in, it's like warehouse rave, and right? Doops, doops, doops. But like trance music in one room that has like thousand people, another room that has like eight hundred people playing like drum and bass, another room that has this, another room that has that. It was crazy. The only other thing that I did similar to that was I, I'll tell you this in a minute. I was in Bologna. 
Italy with a uh, rampage. We did a, like a hip hop festival out there. That was crazy. But so back to this China thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rampage, the last Football boy squad. Scout? Yeah. 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 So nice. so abandoned ship. So so I got on and they had me do a set, but I was like, wait a minute. Think to myself, this is like some like hardcore, like rave, uh, electro, like it was like festival music. Yeah. And I'm like. They're asking me to play like some hip hop right now. I was like, "This is right this in the middle is of not, it. This is not going to go over well." <laughs> right. But everybody that was w- with us, we loved it. And then after that, we had a, another room that was closed. They opened for us, and we had a good time. Did the did the crowd, the rave crowd, like? I don't hip-hop? think they knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I was. In, uh... <laughs> it was more for like the club owner to like be nice to us. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, but I don't think they know what the fuck was. Rampage and I went on in Europe for a while, and one of the places was like a hip hop festival in in Bologna, Italy. It was this warehouse, and the entrance to the warehouse was like a three or four seat high bleachers, and on the wall was um, uh, drywall, and mm-hmm. they just had people spray paint like tagging it up, so you could sit. That was your entrance, was watching people like tag up the wall, and you just sit there. There's super hip-hop. Yeah, they had, like, breakdancing yeah. contests yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's a it's then, a festival where Rampage then, is performing. Then you yeah. got inside to, like, their foyer area. It was a basketball court where people were running, like, five on five. And that was just in this. Then we had another room where it was, like, Italian hip-hop, you know, and then this, this, this. All these different rooms. It's just, it was, like, this massive complex of just hip-hop. And this other place in China was like this massive complex inside the Comcast building. Is what it seemed like yeah. of just like raging EDM festival music. You know, it was insane. But in 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 that city, you know, there's probably twenty of them going on. Right. Like right. we would have one night a month here where you could pull something like that off. Right. There, it's like Sunday. Well, there's probably like a certain level of like underground that kind of doesn't really exist there too i would yeah. imagine like you know not the, well europe's always been into like the real hip-hop well, shit. i was i was actually thinking about like china oh china yeah Seems i when i was in china i realized like you were I, in china for a while right i was in china for like a month yeah, yeah. and uh but when i would dj like the cultural connection to the music wasn't there so like if i was the drop like no one knows like the clever shit you're doing if you yeah, play yeah. like had a crush on you since real love. <laughs> then drop real love. Like they don't fucking know that that was like a cutesy little thing you just did. You know, just like, yeah, play the like, song, bro. Play yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah. They know how to say play the song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got it on their phone. Did you have like a guy with you? I feel we like had, we every time you had a guy, we, we, we had, like a we guy. Had, yeah. But like when you ventured out on your own, you're like, yeah, let's go meet some people there. Uh-huh. You know, for some food. It's really, it's, it was. Yeah. I just had like the hotel and the uh, Chinese characters. On my phone, I would just show it to tag, like to the drivers. I don't know. Were you you working on anything now? That you you're doing remixes a lot. Or um, any any, any other new things going on? I'm I have a um, I have a TJ TV project that we're working on right now. It's called Behind the Mix. Okay. It's about uh, it's like a reality show about some DJs. Right. And it's more of like um, what it takes to get to the the DJing part. It's not necessarily about the DJing yeah, at the club. Right. Uh, I think there was some shows about people DJing clubs, and I think nobody gives a shit about people actually DJing at the club. It's more about what it takes to get to that part. Right. It's about like you know. Um, Other oh, DJs not showing up. It's about like <laughs> it's about like you know um, booking the gig 
like arguing over money. It's mm. about you're traveling, you're being tired. It's about like me being in the gym trying to stay in shape just yeah. so I can make it to Saturday. It's about this shit that So you're trying that, to you're trying to discourage people from DJing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially younger good looking people. Right. Yeah. Stay, I don't want you guys coming just, for it. Yeah, you don't want yeah, this yeah, life. Yeah, this, yeah. You ain't built for this. Just shit. be a regular Instagram influencer, man. You don't yeah. have to add the DJ. I think that's the move. I think that's the move. It might be. Yeah. What what's going on this week? Uh current events. Talk current events. I mean you know, we're still, we we're still. Oh, uh, Drake got booed at the. Uh, still in the aftermath of the booing at the Camp Flognaw. Yeah, yeah, Drake yeah. got booed? Oh, yeah, you didn't he hear got, this? He got booed yeah. off no, stage at uh, Tyler the Creator's Festival. Oh, I just seen. Um, what's Michael Rappaport put something up on his Instagram oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I was watching. Michael I was Rappaport's eating, like, yeah. I fucking hate Drake, but these I respect kids, them fucking. Right. Come on, man. Kids, like, uh, <laughs> hey, Ma. <laughs> they booed Drake. What he's, the he's fuck? Something like, I don't like his fucking face. <laughs> I don't like his fucking face, but he makes nice fucking songs, yeah. man. They're really catchy, man. These fucking kids, they're fucking entitled and blah blah blah. Yeah, but isn't Tyler the Creator? <clears throat> that that's like that's a whole different world. Well, Drake. that you know what I compared it to? Yeah, this is I, good. So like it, in the late nineties, you could have went to like a super underground hip hop festival. Scribble jam. Scribble jam. This would be like Jay Z. I actually tagged pa- I tagged pace. I was like, Jay Z would get booed at them things. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Especially was, before Blueprint when he kinda like yeah. got with Kanye and got soul sampled sure. out and shit, like and doing like uh sunshine and fucking But these are also like, man, these kids like uh somebody described them as uh when <laughs> the 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 camp flognar kids is being like when uh when the white kids say that they have that one black friend right, <laughs> like, right, like right. that's yeah. both of them like that's the crowd like they're just kind of really who else was on that on that bill uh well it, i don't know who else was like the main... i think it's just like his camp yeah oh, so it's all his people i mean it's like yeah mostly his people i'm trying to think, I who think else people was thought there. frank ocean was coming out I think yeah. People th- yeah but also like as far as like the secret special guests like headliners were apparently like little uzi was one of them too yeah um a couple of other people like they got a good fucking show Same but thing. also the cult of odd future has always been on some trolley asshole-ish kind of shit yeah you know what i mean everything from their tv show to just like all of it like it's always kind of like it, it attracts a certain type of like mm-hmm. I don't like popular music I'm just right. too cool for that kind of kids and like I think that was what it was you, what, are you, what are you getting into today you got more Sixer shit they play tonight uh, I have some production work yeah, I gotta they, do for, they're, they're for in a, the, the team they're, they're in, in Orlando, Orlando. Yeah. oh they're away yeah. tonight but okay. I have some editing and stuff like I do some edits for um, dancer music right, right. Yeah, yeah. so when you're stuff. at the game um, you have like uh, an agenda of what you're yeah, doing yeah we have hit, a right? script mm-hmm. the game is um like the entertainment throughout the game is scripted and needs to be, but there's always something that um, can change at any moment. Right. You know? So most of the sounds that you hear during the game, is that you cueing a lot of that or is like, uh, well, the prompts are coming from upstairs. There's okay. a lot of video attached to audio. So it's not, we're not equipped for that right now. Maybe it's something that we're looking at in the future, but uh, a lot of the in in game stuff is from upstairs, and a lot of out game like timeouts stuff like that is me. Right. Okay. But like uh, during the the G League team, uh, the Blue Coats. Yeah, you the Delaware I, Blue Coats. I have, you, yeah, you I, I, I do everything. Right? I bring creative my control. I I play everything. Like I there there is no upstairs. I am upstairs downstairs. Right. So every everything audio comes through me. 
I play defense, offense. I play the instrumental. So you play all the da 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 da. Everything, that, that blue, too, everything right? at the Blue Coats comes through me. But at the Sixers, we have a we have a a, a better equipped facility. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that you play that I do appreciate, and I, I remember bringing it up to you at the game. Uh, I saw you at a couple weeks ago. Was the uh, Ram Squad Ballers and Ballers. I try to incorporate that stuff a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we do is you try to incorporate. It's going to be the only any any NBA game where you hear that. Song. Yeah, yeah. I try to. We try to incorporate a lot of Philadelphia stuff, and then you have to be conscious of who you're playing, so what not to play. Uh-huh. Like we can play Drake again, you know. Oh now right, right. Back for, for a while, times. for a while. while we couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but but even though we can now, if Toronto is playing, we're not going to play any Drake. Or if we're playing the Knicks or the Nets, we're gonna stay away from a lot of New York artists. That makes sense. So, just you know, it's 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 kind of like I talked to I talked to Meek about about Drake Night at that game. Yeah, <laughs> what he say? <laughs> ah, he was. He like, doesn't care, man. He doesn't. He's so man. cool. As soon bro. as I brought it up, as soon as I was like, "Yo, I'm the Drake Night guy," he was like, "Oh, I've been meaning to come out." Let me today, tell you man. something. That guy is so cool, man. He's so cool. He don't. He's not. Right, he's not caring what anybody else. Is yeah, doing. Right, he he definitely he seemed like a guy that was at in a that really, level. really, really like, good place. Good place. Yeah, that he's not caring what anybody does, man. That's what's like up. like it's when we hear. were beefing. Well, not us. Like, I don't have no problem. But when they were having a little feud, he, I mean, I don't think he would really care if we played it. Right. But him and him and the but he also had he was also pretty much like fighting for his life and his freedom at that yeah, point. Yeah, he got other stuff. He got other stuff on his mind, bro. Yeah, didn't care if we played nonstop. <laughs> True. So you you kind of always got to be like ready to switch up. You have to always be ready for anything, right? You know, like right. the Boy Scout mentality. <laughs> always be prepared. Because the thing is, you don't know if you don't know when there's going to be a timeout. Right. The you don't know if you don't know if there's going to be an injury or if there's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. You don't know if there's going to be. Fights. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, but you just don't know. Like in. in See, like in soccer, uh, in soccer, there's no game breaks. Mm-hmm. Even when right. something Continuous. happens, there's no game break. Uh, but there can be a game break at any moment, at any time, at any quarter. And that in that moment, even though we do have it scripted, like at this timeout, we're going to do this, that can change because it could be a hot timeout. Like we could, somebody could just dunk the ball and we went up and the whole crowd is going crazy. So we don't want to do like a, a trivia thing. Mm-hmm. We want to play like energy music. So, or or we could be you know losing or something, mm-hmm. and you want you don't want you know you, you just have to fill out those. Feel moments. It's a whole right. different crowd to yeah, read. Yeah. So so it's still reading the crowd, but you know, but there's way more different variables. Yeah. Right. 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 People's emotions. What you're doing is second to the game. So it's you know what I mean. Like yeah. you kind of just gotta let. That. You have to follow what the game's right. doing. Right. Now, do you have a certain song you play for when the other team gets injured? I have. <laughs> No, <laughs> I have uh, I have in my in my Serato I have, you know, our game day stuff, and uh-huh. then and then within that it's like uh, you know the dancer tracks, the Dunk Scott tracks, skits for Franklin, hot timeouts, t-shirt songs, some Serato crates. Are there, are there, right there. any uh, are <laughs> there any Serato songs for Franklin? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are there any blocks uh, that you are just Kind of freeform, just playing a bunch absolutely. of stuff for a while. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. Like, some fan cam stuff. We play some music, and <clears> uh, like, you try to keep it. Those are the Pitbull esque records. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You yeah. know the dancing mom, dancing dad type songs. Uh-huh. You know, 
What uh, uh, have you ever done like, like trolly shit to the, the dancing other team? mom, dancing dad type songs? <laughs> have you ever like trolled the other team? Well, with, with I think songs? I can talk about this because it was it's it's I mean, so when when uh, the record Mo Bamba was yeah. was big. Oh right, yeah, um, playing Orlando. They, na- they named the basketball player after that song. <laughs> 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 uh, when when uh, when Joel, I think he dunked on him or something. Mm-hmm. We played it and it went viral. I do and, remember yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we were. Then I was like, "Can we do this for this?" They're like, nah, we can't really do that anymore. Can't be straight. <laughs> it wasn't really. I guess it wasn't really. It wasn't really. It's kind of like not. Nah, nice thing to do. I mean, come on. But it's it was, a, it was funny. a huge song, yeah. though, right? Like, why wouldn't you? Play it was it? a huge song. It was just a coincidence. Uh huh. It was a coincidence. It's a coincidence. What's the next big hip hop song? It's yeah, a, that's a it's good a, question. It's called Markel Fultz. <laughs> 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 I got falls. <laughs> oh, you guys, man, you guys! I'll tell you what. Bunch of cards. This was a lot of fun coming here. <laughs> I don't know what is the big song now, man. What's the biggest song for you? I feel like the female rap is the biggest. Yeah, stuff right obviously. Now. Yeah, the, the hot girl summer. Yeah, layover. I feel like the female rap is the biggest stuff for me. Yeah. Um. What? Yeah. It's like I feel like it's either. You're playing dreams and nightmares or female rap. Uh-huh. Right? I actually don't play dreams and nightmares or sh- that much. Or Shug. Yeah. yeah. Shug is big. Have well, you guys what, heard this? Uh, what Kev- other spots Kevin are you o- doing? Kevin O'Chris and Drake. Have you heard this? Weird. Kevin O'Chris. What is it? Weird tune. Song called uh, Ella A Do Tipo featuring Drake. Is this the Brazilian joint? Is it Brazilian? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on. I actually haven't heard it. Yeah, just I haven't like, heard it yet either. It's... It's just, I've heard about it's it. It's weird. It's so, a vibe. Joe's on those record pools still. He's getting stuff before us. Man, I spent a dollar twenty nine on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, this bro. wasn't in my pool either. I heard about it and I and then I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be yeah, like. Yeah, they told me I could only get one copy. First time I saw you, I wasn't thinking of you and I. I was just. What do you think Michael Rappaport thinks about Maybe this? Maybe this isn't the one I was thinking. This is his ringtone. He's probably screaming at this record right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so let me, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit just yeah. to, to get the to beat. this beat, which yeah. is just like. Yeah. Oh, this is like a straight up ballet funk joint. But but like different. It's not the ballet funk that we were introduced right, to. Yeah. This is like I guess what it's evolved to, which actually sounds like drum and bass kind of. Yeah. Yeah. If you take yeah, a couple you, of the beats out, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, if you add a couple of the beats, it's right, definitely right, drum and bass. Right, yeah. But yo, shout out to Drake again for being like that guy. Do you think like we'll dude. ever need that song as DJs? It's hard to call. It reminds me of the one with Khaled. The the uh, you, the drop it? you know, I had I had I had like yeah. You can find out. Joe, before you gonna anyone. drop it at your party? Yeah. I you just did a, I just did a really good Drake night actually in Delaware in Wilmington at the Queen. Shout out Wilmington. Shout out to Wilmington. Shout out to fucking. It's a Thursday and shout out to like six hundred people coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big college town. <laughs> like what the hell? Where are these people from? <laughs> um, came, they came. It was the after party of the Bluecoats. Yeah, exactly. And I did not play it. I was just like, you know, I kind of wanted to be like. Because if I just dropped it cold, like people would have been like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't going to get on the mic and make some big announcement. Hey, here's Drake's new song. What do we yeah. think? Right. So <laughs> Yes or no? <laughs> it yeah. just didn't happen. But, uh, but we'll see. We'll see as time goes on whether that's something that we actually need. But it's just very... Very strange sonically. I think it's. It reminds cool. me of the the Khaled one, the Juke the, one oh, that never yeah. went anywhere. Which was to the max. Yeah. To the max was great though. I loved it. Okay. Tune. I thought it was just like when people make songs like that, they need to make. Uh, there needs to be other songs to play with them, like a Sierra. Um, I hear you. Level up. 
level, yeah. level, level. You know, I right, mean, right. So if you can get like three songs that can go in that world, then it's easier to test out. Yeah, right, right. But when it's the only one that's just like hanging out there, and then you like, there's nothing to follow it up with. It's it's more. Risky. I would say, don't wouldn't you say the biggest hip hop song out right now is probably Young Thug Hot. No. Is that kind of not no? in the club for me? Not in a club. Okay, maybe. All right, I just meant like radio, like I don't know everything, all of the above. <clears throat> Sim Santana is working really well. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. Yeah. I don't. I'm not in the rooms to play that a lot. Yeah, you. you I play you. every room, man. It's <clears throat> crazy. Uh, it's the the spectrum of people I pay, play for yeah. is crazy. It'll be like uh, a corporate event, mm-hmm. like where it's all, you know. Keep it very people esque, yeah, just yeah, so yeah. you sound. Oh, like, yeah, he's playing. Oh, yeah, he's, playing he's playing some hip hop. Yeah. Like, Confirming you know I mean? that, like, yeah, yeah. Pitbull is its own genre. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it is, and uh, and then it'll be like a, you know, a basketball clinic or something mm-hmm. for little kids. Yeah, and they want to hear Flex and Flash. I'm like, I don't think that's appropriate. This yeah. happened. I, little kids, can you play Flex and Flash? I said, I don't think that's appropriate for here. He's like, but you got a clean version. Yeah. That'll work. And I was <laughs> like, I don't, that, oh, sorry, I don't think. I clean. think the clean is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. I think the clean is actually still dirty. Is it? Yeah, it's not a clean. I played you the know what's clean. interesting? It's not all I mean, clean. I fuck, the promo <laughs> never sent out a dirty Shout version. Shout out Sim. Shout out like they never sent a dirty yeah, version out. Yeah, because the original promo. chorus is yeah. offensive as shit. You can't. It's very play offensive. It. Yeah, you can't play it anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't get the memo on that shit. <laughs> 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 the, I, I, the hood, I, I, the hood I, didn't get that memo yet. <laughs> man, um, uh, but but I played I play Voyeur. Yeah. I play Woody's. I play Noto. I play Down. I play Vesper. I play every club in the city. Right. Which is how many other DJs play every like bigger spot in the city? Yeah. Like yeah. every one. They're usually like, I play with this one, you know? Yeah, I play right. every one on a regular basis. So, like, and then I play straight hood hip-hop events, and yeah. then I play house all house music rooms. It's, it's right. very, right. very That's weird. what I'm trying to say. It's like, st- it's, and it's hard to, to be, like, the expectation when you go, when, when that person books you to, to play the house music room is like, oh, uh, he's going to kill it tonight. Right, mm-hmm. and your your kill it is supposed to be better than the house music DJs, right? Because that's what they're expecting you to do. So, if you if you do par, then it's a letdown, right? Which is hard. It's hard to live up to that every night. And then if you do the hip hop room, they're saying you're gonna kill it, and you have to play hip hop room better than the hip hop DJs right, that right. only play when you're those like rooms. a headliner guest. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the, the the DJs that are only playing those rooms. Mm-hmm. You're expected to do better than right. them. When really, and these people like, are in these yeah. rooms every single night, yeah. and then they yeah. bring me in, and like as a as like a guest DJ, they're like, "Oh, he's gonna kill it." So the expectation is like, and you're asking him like, "Oh, how's this?" It's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I have to stay current on everything. There's shit that I don't even play that I have to stay current on in case I do play it. Yeah, you know? right. like I feel like my hip hop muscle. Like if I yeah. did the um the mez is rusty. Yeah, I haven't. You know, what I mean, it I haven't you, done the mez keeps you. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, but that's so the mez is the mez is the hip hop. The mez is different than playing like yeah. another hip hop club, though. Like, of course, you yeah. know, you can like, go I way heavier play, on I, like Nicki Minaj and shit. Yeah, like I only yeah. play like I I have I have only Cardi B edits, only right, Nicki Minaj right, edits, right. You got, you or guys, Nicki Nicki ver, verse first. Uh-huh. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, stuff yeah. like that. You guys at Voyeur are playing to a, a relatively younger crowd, right? Uh no, I would say no. I would say it's like twenty one to fifty. In the in the mez though, in the mez. In the Mez, yeah. I think the whole club, man. Yeah. But they come in, like, just 
very limited bottle service. Nobody really is going there for bottle service. Right, right. It's more about the It's the go in and dance. Yeah, yeah. So Which is why it's so fun. <laughs> at midnight, listen, right. at midnight, right? You they open the doors and it's bang, dance. Yeah. It's not like play a little Miguel, play some Jeremiah, right, stuff like right, that. Right. Like use them. It's like as soon as they come in, bang. I want to hear act up. As soon as you walk in the door. <laughs> right. You know? yeah, they, and it's and like, do that for three and a half hours. Right. Because right. we're coming in like we're just starting our night. But they're coming yeah. in like they're probably coming from somewhere. Right. You yeah, know they're coming I mean? somewhere. So, yeah. They come in like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like my type is probably the biggest new song yeah. still. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, When you're talking about DJ in all different places, there's very few songs, I feel like, that everyone loved. Yeah. Like, when was the last song like that, that everyone just loved it? It's, it wasn't like Mo Bamba and Sicko Mode, because I didn't play that shit a lot. In you play it? I mean, not I felt in like mind. I was playing Mo Bamba every because single Because of where you were at, for, but not, not where I was. Yeah, see, not where I was at. Yeah. I wouldn't play that at, like, yeah. you know, definitely not on the main floor when I do Fridays. My you know? Thursday night's over there. I play. Right. See, I, I see, love that, my you Thursday. you can get everything. Because I play yeah. everything. And it's the only room open. Yeah. And, and some Thursdays, it's hip-hop heavy. Some Depends Thursdays, who it's shows house up. music heavy. Yeah. So it's like, you always got to kind of. And some some Thursdays, it's pit bull heavy. Yeah. Depending on who's coming in the door. That's when what's everyone's going happy. On. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> ah, that's Any of you guys at the hotel? Any of you guys playing this, that, that Ruby Rose hit your dance song? The one with the. Could you tell me about this already? Yeah, we, 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 we reviewed it. it we discussed show. it on the show. It's got the sample from What Happened to That Boy, and it's got that oh, kind yeah. of. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've just boy. been having. It's one of those things I've had many times where I play this song to people that didn't know it, and but they like, fuck with it. They yeah, fuck yeah, it. yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just wondering if anybody else has played yeah, it. I, I, I think I think that right now it's more like a radio record, you know, where, the rec- or you a know car the record, record. Right? Car, the- yeah, it's like for a, it's not, it's like more like a listening record to a dan- dan- dance. What record. about the um the Cardi like the club- B Fat Joe? Oh yes, I play sucks. that. You yeah. play? Yeah, I play that. I play that. I keep forgetting to play. I think so. Like at Voyeur, I play Cardi Cardi yeah Cardi B only version. Let's yeah, not, let's not kid ourselves. Let's. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's what. I need a Cardi B only version, and I'll start playing that. But I I'll send it. it to you. It's so Cardi B only. Appreciate it. Thanks. I just make. Shout out I just start hitting cue points, man. Like, like no <laughs> limit. I have the Cardi verse. The. The right before her yeah. verse, so as soon as when I hit it one time, yeah. and then it goes right to the Cardi yeah. verse. See too. if you go to quickandclan.net, you can get the Cardi B uh-huh. version for limited time only. <laughs> you, you can get you can get the Cardi B first, yeah, and then if you decide to cut it off, you right. can cut it off. Right, right. You right. can get the Nicki Minaj first, mm-hmm. and if you decide to cut it off, you yeah. can cut it off. So those are, those those are valuable tools. Yeah. Um. What else is big right now? Nothing. <laughs> what was the last big song that everyone liked? Old Town like, Road. <laughs> <laughs> still big, right? Yeah, that is the... Uh, still big. I got to concede. Panini's, Panini works, too. Can I ask you, how many versions of Old Town Road do you have? I must have at least 20 versions of Yo, it. Yo, you know what's crazy, man? One for each like environment that right, I'm in. Right, each different right. demographic. Yeah. Uh, I I could count on one hand the amount of times I played that song. Really? Yeah. Less, I have to, less see, than that's, one that's, hand. That's, that's like whatever the big records... Like Yo, you're in way more environments where that yeah, works. Yeah, like I ha- I have to play it. Yeah, yeah. I'll get like I'll get something thrown at me if I don't play a lot of these. You know songs. what? It, and I said this before. Like when it first came out, before it became what it was, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a funny ass song, and I played yeah. it for to be funny. Yeah. And no one fucked with it. Yeah. So no I was like, like scarred. Yeah, yeah. 
And I knew when, when it got bigger, I just kept was like having like traumatized from that yeah, first event. You were, you, did you get the, you got the one person who did like the, the, the throat slash? Oh, we, <laughs> we talk about the throat the thumbs slash. Down. No, I got like a I got a whip's head around from the bar, like ordering the drink. Like, I what think, the fuck are you doing? I think right? that we should um, we should make. Uh, DJ squirt guns, you know, <laughs> punishments. Yeah, like DJ, for cats. DJ yeah. squirt guns, and then like Full anybody of battery who, acid. Yeah, any, anybody who gives you the throat slash or the thumbs down, just directly. I like, was saying, like, you know yeah. what I mean. I got to give someone a throat slash at Voyeur. Yeah, it was legit because they lit up a cigarette, and I was uh. like. I smelled smoke, and I was like, and he, and I saw this dude like hand his girl, and I, and he looked at me, made eye contact, and went, "Yo," and he was like, all right, all right. "Yeah, I got." I was <laughs> like, I just was so happy I got to give you it. To, yeah, reciprocate. <laughs> I was expecting more music to come out of now yeah, for yeah. the yeah. quarter. There's, I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, I was really there I was, was a lot of albums, but music. no hits, man. Yeah. Like, there's just not a lot of hits. Maybe they're just gonna take longer to build. I, I don't know, but how I, often I didn't do you play it. Post Malone? Uh, I play Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an opener hip hop record for me now. Right. It's That's, like it, it's like if just it was always there, an opener. Was it ever? Yeah, like no, a it was a big. Yeah. It was a big record. But I, I think that, like, that for, for, for me, response. it's like it's like if the room is moving and it's a hip hop only, like top forty hip hop type room. If it's a Vesper or a down type room and it's and it's a uh, and they're moving and and you still want to stay current esque, you know. Without playing some of the big hits, I'm, it's it's it works because yeah. right. everybody yeah. knows the words, and they feel like you know when you're out and you're drinking and having a good time, you don't want new music in in where right, I DJ, where I DJ yeah. anyway. No, 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 of course, familiar shit. So wow, does work. I play um, better now. I have a, like a dance version. I use yeah, it like a, as like a, I play it as like it's like an like an, op- like an opener set. Yeah, like yeah. a like a pre prime time. Cause it's like it's a good remix, yeah. And it's I, I have it's that very, that. very singalongable. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that a word? Yeah, for right, sure. Cool. What else we got? Anything? How any? often are you playing Post Malone? Well, that's the thing. It's like the guy is super popular. He's always at the top of the charts, but there's nothing. I don't play well, like, any of the that thing shit. is. So, in my radio show, my mix show on Q102. Oh yeah, uh, talk about that. It's um. It's in our rotation, mm-hmm. so I have like circles and things. I, I I do play it, yeah. And but for the I think the club is a different environment. So like when you talk about playing music, the car, your phone, at the gym, the club, it's all different environment. You sure. Know? So how often are we playing postmon? How often am I playing postmon at the club? Um, he's getting played. I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but how often am I playing in my mix show? Every week. Yeah. You know, right, every right, week. Right. Every week. So what's that about? What's the mix show about? We have a, uh, well, shout out to the new program director that came on board uh, a few months Q102? ago. Yeah, Buster. Oh, and I know Buster. Buster. Oh. He used to be at 96.5 yeah. back in the day, Wire 96.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he came up, he came back and uh, he's kind of like put mix, mix shows back. There hasn't been a mix show on Q102 in like eight years. So we're doing mix shows on Fridays and Saturday nights right now, and then we're gonna, we're branching off to uh, weeknights at um, uh, I think it's ten o'clock. When we're gonna do uh, weeknight mix shows. That's what's up. Right now it's just Fridays and Saturdays, and um, in our, in our rotation it's 
I feel like that actually has the potential to be like one of the most fun mix shows to do as a DJ. Because, I can play anything because yeah. when you call something top forty, that means like mm-hmm. all like all like the remixy versions yeah. of hip hop and yeah. stuff. Everything is just like everything is allowed. You could probably yeah. go in different dance directions. Right. There's not a lot of couldn't... actual pop music, right, right? In the top forty, well, like for my ra- for the radio mix show, like we have everybody knows they have like required songs you have to play. So we get our list of like required music. Yeah, how and, mu- how much? All right, so so it's an hour long show or something like that. Like yeah, how it's much two is, two twenty five minute segments. Oh, so two, it's a, it's an two hour twenty five sh- minute segment. Yeah, right. it's an hour show, but it's and, two twenty five minute. And segments. how many of those songs are required on the required list? In, there, in they that ask. 50- there's like A, B, and C songs. They ask that you put all the A's in, some of the B's, and then the C's. You know, the if you feel like putting them in, you cannot. You just kind of work them in, but uh, you don't have to put the original. You put whatever remix you can put, and and you can put. You know, an in for one reverse, whatever. They just want to just want to end the show right. to to have it in BDS, and um, but like Post Malone's always in there, you yeah. know. Lizzo's always in there. Mm-hmm. The baby's always in there. You know that, that that's why I do like Q one hundred two because I, play, I can play anything. It's like Q one hundred two for me is like playing a club. I can yeah, play super right. open. Format. I can play a house. I can play hip hop. I can play bubblegum stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're at other stations, it's like you have a format you yeah, have to stick yeah. to. I don't have any format. I have no handcuffs. I just have like um, shit. People know. I have like requirements that that have to be fulfilled. Yeah. And other than that, do your thing. It's it's amazing. The last time I did something on the radio was uh, with Buster and uh, Bonix on 96.5. Bonix is with us, too. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he's, yeah, he's got a mix show. On, he's on the weekend. But I just remember just like that freedom that you can just play pretty much anything it's as long as it's clean, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We awesome. just did a live broadcast um, at Noto, Q102, me and Buster, live on the radio, two hours mix. It wasn't just the remote where they call in. Like I DJ two hours live on the radio at the club. Wait, when was the last time you heard with that? Full that's of people. Great. Yeah, that's been yeah, bro. It. We oh, were yeah. packed. It was a Halloween party. It was oh, October twenty sixth. We did two hours. We did eleven p.m. to one a.m. live mixing on the radio. So Amazing. you had to play all cleans in the club. Clean, and then at one o'clock when he gave me the green light, I stopped the music. I got home. I, I, <laughs> I, I wait because I was playing. I played Dreams and Nightmares at like. I was like twelve fifty or something, right? Like that. Right. And it was like the radio edit yeah, version. Everyone's like, play, don't, the, play don't the dirty hit, version. I was like, bro, the fucking radio. Yeah, you can't. So hit, at one o'clock, at one o'clock, I, 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 he told me we were off the radio, so I stopped music. I said, I just want to thank everybody for this. Has been a long time since the city has seen something like this. Yeah. Right. And people were coming. They were like, they're like, saying, we were listening to it on the way to the club. It's been so long since that has happened. Right. right? Yeah. And it was That's great. Epic. And I, so I said. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of this. Uh, you know, but now that we're off the air, I can play some fucking curse words, mm-hmm. and it's only right that we run this shit back one more right. time. <laughs> yeah, it went off. It was a good time, man. It was a great time. You know, we 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 spend a lot of time on this show talking about trying to find the right time and the right place to play dreams and nightmares. Yeah, and how most of the time, a lot of DJs. I think for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it always works. <laughs> yeah, see, you're you're a different philosophy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but what I, you, what I, you I just described, described special. Listen, what you just described seems I, to yeah, be the that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I I try. I try not to play it. I try not to play it. Mm-hmm. But when you're here, you have to play it. Because think about, well, think about some of the rooms that you play. 
on some of the nights that you're there, it's not just locals. There's people that are out of town that are here. Yeah. And they kind of, like, for them. For, it's like getting for, a cheesesteak. Listen, I'm in the club seven days a week, right? I hear the song 700 times a week. Yeah. For me, it's like, you know, it's like make, making coffee in the morning. Right. You know? But some of these people, they come out once a month. And maybe they might live. They might live forty-five minutes away. They might live in Allentown. They might mm-hmm. be on vacation here. They might be yeah, working here. That's a good and then point. you have your locals that that think that they 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 know Meek, you know, whatever. Right. But so when you play that record, the people that think that are associated with it, or the people that are so diehard Philly, or the people that are on vacation or on working, it's like an experience. Oh, I was in Philadelphia, and they uh, played Dreams and Nightmares, and the way yeah. that it went off, they videotape it. They show all their friends. You know, it's it's almost like a requirement. In some of the clubs, yeah, to yeah. play it, yeah, you it's know, like a, it's like the national anthem, and like you don't want to be the, the nightclub anthem, right? Yeah, you don't want to be the Colin Kaepernick taking a knee to dreams tonight, <laughs> man. You want to fucking su- su- salute and support. I mean, you know what's crazy? As soon as soon, ain't this been the way we for? Uh, Everybody pulls their phones out. They're like, "Here, it's coming! It's coming! It's yeah. coming!" Hold on, wait a minute. It's so funny because you're like so excited describing this very same thing that Mike describes. It's such <laughs> <You> a like <laughs> I, I have a love hate relationship with it. I just think that people request it at the wrong time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, yo, when it's just like ten people and it's ten thirty, yeah. like it's not time for that. They didn't even set the tables up. Right, there. right. And I'm the like, napkins aren't and even it's in like the napkin holder right, yet. Like, Come trust on. me, like you, if you want to have the experience you just described, you yeah. don't want me playing it right yeah, now. Yeah. You need to let me decide when it's it's the best yeah, time, yeah. but because I feel like people rarely do that, I kind of resent the song a little. Yeah, you know but then I mean? when you play two hours of clean music on the radio and right, then you're done with different. that, and you're like, yeah. "Now yeah. it is the time," and everybody's like, mm-hmm. "And it's on Halloween, brother!" It was Halloween, Halloween night. The radio we turned off. The FCC was no longer listening. Mm-hmm. It was time to light it up. Yeah, fantastic. Also. I guess that's it, man. Right? We got anything else? I don't know. Kind of wrap it up. Should we send our guy off with the with the with the song that we love? This is what I hear. This is so the the corner where I'm at one twenty two to one twenty three, when we got about fifteen seconds left, and we're and it, we know we're winning. This is what I hear. Is this play that song? <laughs> is this oh, that the- sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so good. It's not even me playing it. It's coming from upstairs. I'm not just saying but this I like when they tell me to play it. Is there a bet? Does another NBA team have a better theme song? No. Does no. any other NBA team have a theme song? And this song know. went away for a while and came back, right? This is yeah. like... What's the name of the song? I know what it is. I'm supposed to know what it is. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers? No. Is that the name? No. It's called Here Come the Sixers. Here They Come Sixers. Okay. Who, who wrote this? Local guys. Uh-huh. Um, I think they're from the Northeast. Here they come, Sixers. Yo, Ghost, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. We're going to get the remix, but we're going to play it after this, even if you have to edit it in. Okay. We can do it in post. We can do that. We can do it in post. We'll just play the edit. He's going to send it to you. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you guys for having me. It was great. It was a great day. Oh, shout out to your bracelet, by the way. Oh, the bracelet. Oh, you see. This man. Waiting on a necklace to get loose. Loves his turntables. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Team Ghost. All right, y'all. All right, fellas. It has been a great day. appreciate you having me. All right. Appreciate you being here, bro. All right. Thank you again. All right. Peace. All right. Peace.